I get cursed out every single day. In fact, I bet you that I get cursed out. In fact, it's not a bet, it's a knowledge. I get cursed out more than most. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Welcome. Hey, Alex. Good to see you. Hello, Liliana. <laughs> Hello, Michael, Rachel. Hello, Autumn. I'm Dan Roshan. Can you guys hear me? I, I saw Alex freezing there, but I think that's him freezing, not me. Is that correct? You guys, you guys good to go? You can hear me? All right. So um, before I get started, I want to acknowledge, um, I don't know why I feel like acknowledging this, but I think, so I know that Jesse had um, shared in the, um, the uh, what is it, the, uh, WhatsApp group about uh, Rick passing away, Rick Gia. And um, so I just wanted to um, acknowledge that because, um, you know, uh, that's something that is uh, weird. Um, and, and you know, um, I think that that's something just I, I want to, you may or may not know, have known Rick, but um, he was a fantastic gentleman. Um, but I think there's a lesson for that. And I think what Rick would want us to know for those of us that, that do know know him or knew him is that um is that uh you know life is fragile. So let's be all in. All right. And uh and life is 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 finite, and that is a one hundred percent statement. So if life is finite and life is fragile and you never know, you know. But a guy that I was talking to a week ago is moved on. Um, you know, use that as a uh, use that as an opportunity to uh, you know just to use that for whatever that means to you guys. You are, you all right with that? That I start with this. Okay, now on a more present level, somebody the next time you talk to Jesse Zagorski, tell him. That that video introduction, which is amazing, you know, you know how when uh, when real estate agents get old, but their marketing doesn't 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 go along with them. Just somebody needs to whisper in Jesse's ear that uh, that that he's older than what he is in that video. So hey, it's okay. I got the same thing. That's just me teasing Jesse through through one of you. Hopefully, right? That's the way that I tease people. Right? I get I get you know others to do so. All right, enough about that. So my name is Dan Roshan. I help real estate agents have no broke months. And I am a member of the Agent Collective. And I um, wanted today to talk to you about reasons or results. And I know that that's not what we advertised. Uh, but I made a uh, an audible today. Those of you that know football, that's when the quarterback's behind and they see the, they see, they see the defense. They're like, ah, that play's not going to work. Let's do a different play. And I think that uh, something that, and I don't know if this is just something that's a sort of a pet peeve of mine or not, or something that my reticular activating system is is, is paying attention to, is um, I'm just hearing an abundance of reasons right now in the marketplace, in agents that I'm coaching, in agents that I'm friends with, and um, and I want to talk about reasons or results today. 
And so having reasons or having results, you cannot have both. And what do I mean about reasons? What I mean about reasons is I was talking to one of my coaching students yesterday and she said to me, she said, well, I don't know if I want to call expired lists. Now, I'm not suggesting that she do call expired lists. In fact, I think she should not, not because of any other reason, because you want to go within whatever your natural power is, right? But that's not the point of this conversation right now. So we're talking yesterday, and she says to me, hey, Kim, hi, how are you? And she says to me, Dan, I don't know if I should call expires because 45 other people are going to be calling and they're going to be pissed off because that's unique in my market. And I was listening to her, and that's just one of several conversations I've had in the last 48 hours that went something like that. And what I want to demonstrate to you guys right now is, is, are, is that a true statement that 45 agents are going to call? Well, it probably is a true statement, actually. 45 people are going to call them and, and they're going to be pissed off. So we have the opportunity to focus on that. We also have the opportunity to focus on the activity. Okay. You have choice A and choice B. You can focus on the reasons or you can focus on the results, but you can't focus on both. So if we look at the, the scenario that I'm just describing to you, which is 45 agents are going to be calling them, and that may be exaggerated, but a ton of agents are going to be calling them. They're going at some point probably going to get annoyed. And that's a true statement. That's reality. And we choose to focus on that. We could also choose to focus on one of two things, one of three things are going to happen with that seller. Option one, they hire a new agent. Option two, they hire no agent and they don't sell it. Option three, they hire the agent that it just expired with. That's it. Those are the only three things that can happen in that. Does that make sense to you guys? Right? Like there's no options there. Okay. So again, what do we choose to focus on? We could choose to focus on 45 other agents are going to call them. They're going to be pissed off. They're going to be annoyed. We could choose to focus on, well, one of three things are going to happen. So because you have the opportunity to focus on one of three things are going to happen because of that. When you take the reasons and you put them behind your back and now instead, now let's take a look at this. So I don't know what the numbers may be, but let's say a third hire a new age and a third uh, decide not to sell and a third go with the agents that, you know, they just, they, they just expired with. And I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just sort of spitballing that, but seems close enough. You guys think that that may make sense? A third, a third, a third. So one out of every three people that you call in that instance will hire an agent. A new one. So now you can choose instead of focusing on the blah, the reasons, you can choose to focus on the activity. If I just make the phone call, then I know that I have a 33% chance, or at least being in that bundle of 33% chance of getting me being the guy or the gal to get hired. And then when they do what they say, what's going to happen? When they do what's going to happen, click, why are you calling me? 
All the other H's are calling me. Don't you see? I did, you know, it's not on the market. Stop calling me. Okay. You can focus on that. You have that choice. Or you can pick up the phone and call the next one. Of those two choices, which do you think will allow for you to have a more consistent and predictable income? Focusing on the reality of the rejection and making that a reason or focusing on the activity of I'm just going to make the next phone call. What do you guys think? I know some of you are off camera, but I'd love to hear your feedback. What are your thoughts about what I'm sharing here? Alex, give me a piece. Kim, what are your... I got you, my man. Yeah. Good seven. Good seven. Kim, what are your thoughts? RC, Liliana, Michael. Well, going back to the beginning where you said 48 is for calling that person, I think she needs to get out of her head. How many agents call? It matters what value you're going to bring to the, to the consumer. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but I'm going to take it a step further. The very, very best skilled agents. Now, you can increase the likelihood to get hired by increasing your skill. That's a true statement. And the top agent in the planet with the top skills, Jesse Zagorski, can we say, we'll use his as an example. He's probably a pretty good agent, right? Like, I know he's not like, doing a lot of that today right but when back in the heyday when he was in the trenches being a real estate agent would you probably say he's probably in the top one percent of agents if you ask jesse right now jesse how many people cursed you out he'd say tons i guarantee it i guarantee it i get hung up on just as many times as you do i, I maybe a little bit less because you know because you can develop your skill Okay, and if you, and, and you can, you know, that, and those are, you know, those small little nuances, right? But I get cursed out every single day. In fact, I bet you that I get cursed out. In fact, it's not a bet, it's a knowledge. I get cursed out more than most. When I used to uh, own a real estate brokerage in my area, uh, it was a KW uh, brokerage. I was an operating partner and I, and I owned that. And I used to take a lot of... Um, people to uh, their convention every year, the KW convention. And I had 15 people with me and I, um, I had some guests with me. Uh, we were recruiting them into the company. All right. All right. And that's what we were doing. Right. And providing them value. And it was value. Hopefully I'm um, not as good as value as, you know, other companies like, you know, EXP, but that's a whole nother conversation. All right. And so she's sitting next to me and up on the stage. Have you guys ever heard of a guy named Ben Kinney? Has anybody ever heard that name? Okay, um, he's a big name. Uh, he's in the uh, the Washington State area uh, in Bellevue area, but he has a company that goes. In fact, you've heard of his company, Place. Have you heard of Place? All right. Well, look it up. It's a big company. In fact, the speaker on the stage last week, who's the guy? Brendan. Brendan. Whoever. Whoever. Uh, Bouchard. Yeah, he is one of their coaches for Place. He said that up on stage. He, he says, oh, hey, I get the privilege of working with Place. Okay, so it's not a it's not a broker-centric, okay? Ben Kinney's one of the two owners of Place. And so, anyway, so Ben is up on the stage with Gary Keller, and Gary's interviewing Ben. And 
the lady sitting next to me whispers in my ear. She says, oh, my goodness, Ben has all this success. That's so amazing. And I whisper back to her. I said, no, Ben's the biggest failure in the, in the room. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, ask me at lunch. And I'll forget about it, right? That's in the morning. At lunch, we, we sit down. She comes back over. She sits right next to me, right? I think she had a crush, but hey, that's another conversation. It's fine. And so she says to me, she says, Dan, what did you mean by what you said? And I explained to her, I said, here's the deal. Ben takes more shots. There's 6,000 people sitting in the auditorium today. Ben takes more shots than 5,999 of them, which means even though he has a high skill set, and he does, which means he gets rejected more often. So what does a gentleman like Ben, and you may not be familiar with him, what does a person like Jesse, what do they do? Do they focus on the reasons or they focus on the results? and the actions and the activities to be able to get the results. Every Tuesday I do a, um, I do a live um, um, lead generation at my home. And so that's something that, um, and if you're in Northern Virginia, Kim, if, you're, if you ever wanna come out, come on out, right? Um, if, you're, if you're in Northern Virginia, I live in Clifton, Virginia, you're welcome to my home every single Tuesday. And by the way, you're welcome to invite recruits as well. Okay, because that could be an objection is, oh, there's not this like place where we can go. Well, guess what? Yes, there is. Right. And and so uh, so having a conversation with a with a buyer and the buyer, I hang up the phone and the buyer um, says they already bought a home. And I just sort of I wasn't really paying attention. I just said, sort of oh, wow. Then I've been prospecting that guy for three years. I was just looking in the database. And I just realized how long I've been prospecting. And he bought another home. And one of the agents who was here lead generating on Tuesday, the remote work Tuesdays at my home, says, well, that sucks. How do you feel? And it was like this pattern interrupt. I was like, what do you mean how do I feel? Well, you've, been, you've just wasted three years and they, they bought a home with another agent. I was like, well, yeah. And then I made the next phone call. Okay, because the reality of it is the way I felt, you know, the way I really felt, I felt freaking awesome. You know why I felt awesome? Not awesome about losing the opportunity. I had no feelings about that, but I felt awesome because I was doing my job. I felt awesome because the only thing I can control is the activity that I called them. Did I, yes, absolutely, get better. Did I call them? Did I, did I practice my skill? Did I do my job? And I looked at the database. Yeah, I did my job for two and a half years. Man, that's pretty freaking cool. I don't need to be attached to the outcome. I committed to the outcome. And that's something I encourage for you to consider. Are you attached or, you're, or are you committed? Because if you're attached, that's when the emotions get in. That's when you focus on this over here. But when you're committed, what do you do? You hang up the phone and you make the next call. Again, I'm not suggesting that you call expired listings unless that's what you, you know, if that's your superpower. 
But you do have a superpower, and there's always going to be reasons. I guarantee you 100% of the time, there will be more reasons for you to not do your job than to do it. And when you understand that, then you have a choice. You can focus on the reasons, or you can focus on the results. I'd love to hear your feedback. Give me your feedback, please. When was a time that you have either observed somebody else or maybe even you yourself where you focused on this can't be done because or this is what's time, this is what what's going on in my world. Have you noticed that with others? Because if you do, then what do you do about it? If you do notice that in others, then what you could choose to do about it is you could choose to focus on the activity. So now that we understand, change the mindset and focus elsewhere. So now that we understand that you're going to be rejected, we understand that you will, I teach a class, the five-day listening challenge, and I'll invite you guys to that. I'll tell you about that in a few minutes. But in that class, I go through an exercise, and some of you have been through that exercise where, where I demonstrate to you that I got an email. Uh, every single Wednesday, I send out an email to my uh, to my my sphere. It, we call it a sphere, but it's like you know 20,000 people, 25,000 people, right? So it's my sphere and it's, it's my database, my, my, um, my data. So I got two databases. I got my database for agents, which is around 25,000, my database for the community is about 25,000. And every Wednesday I send out an email to them and I send out an email one day and the responses that I got were as follows. Response number one, Hey, great email. And the, the email was a, um, was an email with, um, uh, you know, with a video that was associated with it. And it was an email that, um, you know, just send out value, co contribute. And in the email, it the response, response number one was great email, Dan. Okay, cool. Response number two, and I'm not going to say it, was F off, Dan. Okay, but it wasn't F. All right, it was F off, Dan, like actually said it. So that's response number two. Number three. Hey Dan, how much do you charge, including how much you would pay for a buyer's uh, agent? So the activity generated me three different responses: one that was neutral, one that was by far negative, and one that was positive. The challenge that some of us have as human beings is that we focus on that negative. And when we focus on that negative, then we stop doing the activity. Okay? Because if I'm focused on the F off, Dan, that's that's the, the reason, or the, uh, yeah, that's the reason. I'm not focused on next Wednesday, I'm going to send the same email. Now, it just happened that I got a, a listing prospect. I got hired. It was Colonel Gillespie. I sold this house and I made a payday of $18,500.
So we have a small group of people here, right? There's two, four, six, eight, nine, ten, nine of us. If we took the nine people here and we took Alex's dog, all right, and we took another 30 people, and I got a proposition for you. If Alex's dog said, there you go, there you go. If that little, yeah, right there. <laughs> if everybody here said F you, but actually used the word. And then we had another 50 people say F you, Alex, but actually said the word. And if at the end of that line, number 51, here I am with a check. $18,500. Would you do it? Just saying. Because that's Absolutely. real estate sales. Because that's <laughs> real estate sales. Okay? Now, you're not going to get FUs, right? But you will get rejection. It's rare, actually, that you do actually get a, an actual FU. Okay? But you will get rejection. So you can focus on the rejection or you can focus on, wait, I'm just doing my job and at the end of the day is a $10,000 payday. All right. It, it, it may not be 18000 It was a higher price. you know. So I was grateful for that. But at the least, no matter what your market is these days, 10000 is going to be your payday. All right. Pretty much anybody's market, maybe 7500 if you're in a really, really low end market. Okay. But at the very least, it's going to be a pretty darn decent payday, right? So again, you can choose to focus on the reasons. I don't want to ask people for business. I don't want to tell people I'm a real estate agent. I'm afraid that they're going to judge me. I don't want to prospect because I'm afraid that somebody will reject me. I'm afraid that somebody will judge me. You can focus on that. Or you can focus on the activity and only the activity. And I promise you, when you focus on the activity, the results will come with or without skill. You can have zero skill, do the activity. I've got a, I shouldn't say this, but I will, I won't say his name. I've got a student of mine in my coaching community, in the CPI coaching community, who has less than zero skill. Less than zero. So I mean, I'll die to death. I really do, right? And I would tell him this, but I wouldn't say his name publicly, of course, right? And guess what he does? He does the activity. He does the activity. He he. If somebody was in front of him and said, "Hey, I'll, I'll say Bob. His name's not Bob. Hey, Bob, I'm I'm selling a house. He probably wouldn't even see that as, a, as a, an opportunity." Okay, but he does the activity, he does the open houses, he follows the direction, very, very low skill, and he does about one transaction a month. Okay, with almost zero skill because he does the activity. Why does he do the activity? He does the activity because he knows he has to. Because if he doesn't do the activity, guess what? His career was driving buses. And he does not want to be a bus driver. He's older than me. I'm 50 years old. Okay. He's, I don't know how old he is, mid 50s, late 50s. He's like, dude, like, 
I'm not, I'm too old to be driving a bus. Like, I don't want to do this. I'm like, well, how bad do you not want to do this? Well, what do I need to do, Dan? All right, well, here's the steps. We went through, we discovered what we thought was his best opportunity, which wasn't the, you know, the best, you know, it wasn't the best for him, which was, excuse me, open houses. So what I want to make sure that you are getting right now is the fact that I can give you story after story after story of reasons for you not to do your job. And those reasons, by the way, are true. I'm not going to invalidate those reasons. Okay. That would be like me telling you at the end of that line of 50, you get that check for 18,500, but, but they didn't say F you. That didn't happen. No, it did happen. Okay. So let's, let's, let's give it fine. We can say this is true, but so is this. We can say that it is true that 50 people just said F you, but because I focus on the activity, I had 51 requests. Boom. I got a payday. What are you guys ahas? What are you guys thoughts about what I'm sharing today? Love to hear your feedback. That's the first time I taught this class. So uh, you are my guinea pigs, just so you know. Thank you for being my guinea pigs. The next time you hear this presentation is you're going to be like elevated 10,000 feet in the air with just like, oh my goodness, that was the best thing I've ever heard in my life. What's your feedback, guys? No one else is talking. <laughs> One thing I learned early on in my career, um, and we used to do phone prospecting for two hours a day. As my career has gotten, you know, uh, more established, I don't have to do that so much. I just have to automate it a lot, right? Um, with a lot of video stuff. But was figure out what your hourly rate is when you're prospecting. Just figure out that you know if if this is what your annual income is, or this is what your monthly income is while you're making those phone calls figure out what every single phone call is worth when you look at your total income for that cost result. You know, I, there was um, one person used to tell me um, that they would take like $5 bill and they would pay themselves every time that they made one phone call. Like yeah. maybe they didn't get that deal, but they know that the next one's around the corner. If they just keep stacking cash, eventually they're going to get that deal. Yeah, Alex, it's interesting that you use that. I, I'm right now. I've, I've been doing B and I for 16 years, and um, I've been contemplating to stop doing that. And using what you just said is 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 a way that actually makes me not stop doing it. Because I went through and I said, "Well, okay, well, how much money did I make in the last uh, year?" I average around seventy eight thousand dollars. It used to be more, but now it's around seventy eight thousand dollars of revenue from that one activity. And then I say, okay, well, how much time do I invest into it? Uh, three hours, one day a week, driving to it, driving back, networking, and maybe another hour. So maybe at most four hours. Okay. So then I sit there and say, well, if I had a job, if, 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 if somebody offered to hire me and they say, Dan, I want you to work for me for four hours this week and I'll pay you $78,000 as a salary. Would I take that job? 
And that's, you know, and that's the question. That's a defining question right there that allows for me to make decisions based off of what do I do? And it's a very simple thing. Now, my ambition, because I, I truly do want to stop doing that. My ambition is for me to come to the place in my career where I say no. I'm not saying no yet. I would still take the four hour a week job for 78. I don't know, man. I'm, yeah. I don't know. I have to debate that. But that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Okay. Some of you probably would say yes. And I get that. I get that. Right. Like I'm just now going to that point where I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's four hours of my time worth 78,000 a year. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. But I'm, I'm intending to have a definitive. Nah, that ain't worth my time. And think about what type of life that looks like when you make choices like that. I'm not quite there yet. I'm close. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there this year. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention. Alex, what's your name? What's your dog's name? Uh, so I got I got two of them. You saw Kaya. Um, I got another one, Atlas. He's uh, just over two years old. They're both Alaskan Malamute. And we'll actually Beautiful. be in Virginia here later this week. So I'll let you know. What part? I'm doing Blue Ridge Parkway, so I'll be starting down in uh, uh, Georgia, going up through uh, North Carolina, and then to Virginia towards the end. So if you're nearby Blue Ridge, yeah, hit me up. I'm about forty, about an hour from there. Hit me up there. I'd love to uh, grab grab lunch or coffee with you. That'd be great. All right, cool. Hey, everybody, uh, com. That's the number five com. Starts on Monday coming up. Um, and uh, register, save your seat. I'll show you exactly how um, how my students are taking three plus listings every single month and how you can do the same. And uh, until I see you next time, have the best day of your life. Be grateful, make good choices, go help somebody and go find a listing. God bless you guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.